make a hum, make a hum, make a content creator, and live streamer. For books and more, visit my website, www.jctheauthor.net. For my live streams, such as my author interviews and the Three-Headed Monster live streams, please visit me on IG and Twitter at JC Storyteller. Also on YouTube, as well as Facebook, facebook.com backslash jctheauthor. Salute. Welcome to GCU Author Interviews. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Get Caught Up Podcast. I am your host, Unchained. I am so happy to be here with you guys tonight. Um, If you missed our last show, look, we were actually talking with um, our last book of the month show was in February and it was with this Alexandria House and we had such a wonderful time and then we talked to Ancient Roots as well and I have just been enjoying these shows especially this book of the month series January we had Arbor Pan this month we will have the Secure Allen with Last Stop from Innocence mm. and of Yes, and of course, I am joined by my lovely co-host, Miss Crystal, my love of books. Allow me to reintroduce her as Miss My Love, not look as books and souls. So, <laughs> look, I'm gonna tell you, Crystal, you had on that T-shirt Saturday, so now my love of books got stuck in my head, right? So, yeah. Yes, I was like, oh my gosh, I got a t-shirt made that got my love of books on it. So now I got to get a t-shirt that say books and soul. Yes, you do. You got to get you some books and soul much. But we always will have love for your first yes. moniker. Always, always. So, I know. know. I know, I know. And look, and as soon as we can actually get you to be like the original, the official without the one, books and soul. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> folks, ugh, it's driving me crazy. <laughs> we gotta have to put in like, a petition to Instagram to say, can you ask these people to get a handle up? <laughs> no, move it on. Move along. Move along. You ain't even using it. Not even using it, but it's okay. It's okay. Yes. And look, I, and I want to back up. Let me, let me, look, let me reintroduce. Let me start your introduction over again. My, my award nominated book ah. and soul, Miss Crystal. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm still not, I'm still not ready for that. I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy. You know. So, and then you know, I had to throw up the whole sign because let me reintroduce myself. My name is so. Yes. <laughs> no, everything. So. <laughs> I'm all dancing and everything. So hey. But yes, I'm so excited to be here. And I'm kind of excited because you know me, I love new authors. So now we got us a new author tonight. So I'm so excited for this. 
definitely yes we do i am excited too and i want to shoot through these particulars right quick because of course i want to make sure that we get to her um because we have a major major announcement for her so yes 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 so as always we are presented by Untamed Publishing. Allow us to help you unlock your unlimited writing potential. If you are new, season new or seasoned author, or even an aspiring author, and you need help along your literary journey, please visit www.untamedpublishing.net and visit the Books and More store for all of your service needs, such as editing, proofreading, synopsis writing. And if you go to the contact us page, that is also where you can sign up on that form for an author interview. So just visit www.untamedpublishing.net. I also have to give major love out to Katie XO, Exodus Morgan, Women of Vision, ELW, Jones Landscaping and Pressure Washing, NC Lawn Care, and me and my son's lawn care for your continued support of the podcast. We appreciate you for doing all that you do, especially your little coins that you put to the table to help us keep functioning. Thank you, thank you. Ching, 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 like the ching, ching, make the thing, thing, continue to ring, ring, okay? Didn't write that part. <laughs> that part. So, you guys, as Crystal and I was just saying, we have a debut author, and you guys, it is her release that she has released her debut novel. So I'm excited. I'm excited. Me too. Yes, that we're interviewing her today. Um, and it's always so exciting when you have a, a, a new, like, brand new out the gate author. We love mm-hmm. all our season authors all all time, but it's so refreshing to get someone who's just getting their skin in the game. Because as an author myself, I, I remember that first book release joy and that feeling that came with it. Nothing will ever match that high. You'll always be higher about the book release, but nothing that quite matches that first book release high. So right. I am excited about that. So. And I want to go ahead and get into it. So let me just give you guys a little bit about her. And I speak about none other than Ms. Tasha Thompson. She is a contemporary romance writer. She writes authentic love stories that examine the complexity of falling and staying in love. Tasha was born and raised in Brooklyn, New York, but currently lives in California with her husband and teenage son. When she's not writing, Tasha enjoys spending time with family and friends, watching movies, mostly horror and Marvel movies, so don't judge her. And by <laughs> things she, she does not need online, she has intervention coming soon for that. Welcome to the UP Hot Seat, <laughs> Tasha. How are you doing this evening? <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, the intervention is coming soon. I just bought some stuff today I didn't need, so yes. <laughs> well, but you are it's fine. It's fine. That's what I say. Treat yourself. And that's, I yes. do that often. Yes. <laughs> yes. Look, I won't say that I didn't need it, but I bought some stuff today too. Like, I, you know. See? Right. I, but I, I bought an audio book. I need that. that you know, you <laughs> yeah, always need a book. You always need a book. You know what I I'm saying? Yes. You can't go wrong with books at all. Not at all. Exactly. You know, I just got fussed at though because some stuff came in from Fashion Nova, but it's okay. <laughs> oh, look, I was just saying, I was like, ooh, I was talking to my daughter earlier and I was like, okay, I got this sweatsuit from Fashion Nova. And, you know, I was like, I need some shoes with it. So I was asking her about these shoes that I saw her friend wear. And she was like, oh yeah, Ma, I know exactly what they are. So she told me and I looked them up. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna get them. She was like, oh, well, since you buying shoes, can you give me a pair too? I was like, what the heck? <laughs> I wear it on my own feet, not yours. <laughs> well, she saw an opportunity, so she's like, you spent those coins, you might get it yeah. on the field. Might as well get mine, too, so that is true. That yeah, is definitely exactly. true. Exactly. You know, and you can't ask your kids about nothing concerning clothing, shoes, anything. Not that, that one. Not that, that they're one. interested in, because their next thing is going to be well sent. <laughs> right, yes. <laughs> well, definitely. you doing this, can you do this? It's like... Mm-hmm. You know, and that's a hard place to be sometimes as a parent because you're like, 
I was really trying to do something for myself, but you know, <laughs> kid, huh? <laughs> right, here you come. And then it's so funny because she called me last night. She was like, oh, plane tickets on sale? I was like, oh, you called and told the wrong one. I was out buying plane tickets last night. So, yes. Oh, yes, oh, I love the problem. So, I'm going to, if I can give me a plane ticket somewhere, I'm on my way. Mm, I hear that. <laughs> Well, speaking of plane tickets, Tasha, you were born in Brooklyn, New York, and now you live in Cali. Now, that is a major change. That's a, that's yes. a flight across the sky. Yes, that is. Mm-hmm. So, let me ask you this. Which do you like better, East Coast or West Coast living? Oh, okay. Well, listen, <laughs> I, I'm never going to say nothing bad about Brooklyn. I was, I'm born and raised in Brooklyn. Brooklyn till I die. I, you know, that, that's... that's, that's I, because... That's just my place. I love it. Um, yes. you know, the California weather is nice and all, but there's just something about New York and specifically Brooklyn that just can't be beat. And I guess maybe because, you know, that's where all my formative years were formed and I, you know, I grew up in all my memories, but no, no. I, I, I love Brooklyn. Uh, yeah, <laughs> East Coast house. <laughs> Brooklyn in the house. <laughs> the best coast. That's right. That's right. Yep. We're East Coast too. So, <laughs> you know, you know. Right. And I just don't want to move to Cali when I was younger. I was like, when I graduate, I'm going to California. Then when people was like, you know, it's going to fall off, I was like, yeah, I'm going to stay where I'm at then. So, <laughs> I'm just well, every, every, every area has something. And, you know, we California right. has earthquakes. Right. Which is fine. That is oh true. my god. Cali, that's a goal of mine. I mean, I like to travel, so I'm thinking later on this year. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, look, I I thought I was safe in Georgia here lately. We've been having snowstorms, ice storms, all kind of stuff. So right. earthquakes too. So hey, you know, it's it's definitely a shift in the atmosphere. I tell you that. Yeah, <laughs> definitely is. Oh my gosh. So what has living on each coast taught you? Um, you know, it's just, you know, one thing is that, you know, everybody is the same wherever you go. We have differences, but people are, you know, generally the same and we, we all kind of want, you know, the same things. We want to, you know, find love. We want to, you know, have, you know, connections and bonds with friends and family. Um, and I, you know, I've just learned that, um, you know, living on the East Coast and now living here in California, that that's really uh, what is most important the connections that you have with people um you know i when i moved here to california none of my family lived here it was just you know me and my son (laughs) um and that was difficult um but you know you know sometimes the family that you is the family you create from your friends and the people that you you Mm -hmm. grow to to know and love um so you can it's not always the family you're born with sometimes it's that found family that's true yes that's very true I so agree with that, definitely. Yes, I think that, you know, it's unfortunate, but you end up, it's unfortunate and fortunate because sometimes you do tend to end up with this formed family that you have that is just so close to you. Sometimes they your blood family, isn't it? <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. but those connections, I think, are also needed because it just learns, you know, teaches us and gives us that lesson on how to connect with people who are not necessarily like us and, or into the things we do and we learn how to actually communicate and socialize with people outside of our own mm-hmm. little network of folks that we grew up with so and, you know I love that part I do love that part so you know you spoke a lot about relationships and connections so I, my question was how was you know, how does that contribute to your writing? So I'm gonna let you expound on that because I heard it in your answer. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, a lot of um, the stuff I write about is from, you know, things I've experienced or seen or gone through or things that my friends have told me about. Um, you know, love is universal and you know you know and a lot of the things that uh people experience a lot of us experience um you know the heartbreak the 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 being lonely the wanting to have a connection and be with somebody and you know that whole i want to find the one and all of that or the you know the y'all have the friends who are like no girl i'm done i'm just there's nothing (laughs) out there for me i've tried it and i'm just through you know we've 
experienced that. We've either been that person or we have friends who were that person or, you know, people who, you know, met in high school or college and that, that, they, they, that was their soulmate and the love of their life. Um, mm-hmm. There's so much to be told in that, that, that love connection. There's so, it's so deep and vast and every, and love looks different for everybody. But it's the thing that is universal because that's something that we all want. We all want to be loved. It may look different for mm-hmm. um, all of us, but that's something that we want. We all want that that romantic personal connection. Absolutely. And I tell this story often. Um, it's so funny when you say I, you, we've all either been that person at one point or, you know, in our lives. And I had been that person. I was like, I'm done. I'm not, I don't want anybody until my husband comes along. I literally said, and I meant that. I was standing on everything firm. And the next day I met my husband. And that's the way, see, that's the way it works. That's the way it works. See that because, you know, the first line in your synopsis is just like, I can change them, that Michaela and Travis name and put two other people name in it. And it means the same thing. Right. Right. Yep. It, it does. And I understand. I I was there. I was, you know, I had, had it dated for a while and said, you know what, I'm going to dip my toe into the dating pond. And the first person I met was my the, the man I ended up marrying. And I was like, now wait a second. I, I, I felt like I was like, I just wanted to get out there and, and kind of be a hoe. But <laughs> I didn't get that opportunity <laughs> because I met my husband. Mm-mm. Uh, my it, friend over there that said that is not going to happen. That's he said, no, not for you, sis. Not, not for you. you. Yeah, yeah. She said that. And there's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. At least you wanted to get out there and date. You want to know where my dating is? Me getting a book from the Amazon or FedEx people delivered to my house. And me yep, going I, out there and looking at him smiling like, yay, thank you for this book. So I understand. I told her her husband is going to be a delivery driver. He's a, the right one is going to come to her door. <laughs> he got to be about the house. <laughs> and that is, that is exactly what my friends told me. They said, listen, you say you want to, you know, date somebody, but you're not doing anything. I'm saying, yep. I, I, I'm like, I'm out there. They're like, no, you are picking your son up from school and you are going to the Target. You are mm-hmm. not out there. <laughs> and I was like, dang. You right yeah. a lot. Look, tell them they, they, they can find you at the Target. They can find you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they could find me at the Target. I mean, I, I was out in the Target looking cute and I was, you know, available, but see? I didn't see the fellas there. Dude. Yeah. Maybe, or maybe I might meet mine on a plane. That might be, uh, you know, that would yeah. Be- Cause I spend just as much time on a plane as I do in the house. So maybe. Yeah, well, you, you, well, you, you know, it's gonna have to be one of those things. Yeah, one of them. Uh, you see how excited I sound? I'm like, yeah. So yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah I'm excited. Woo-hoo. But I'm actually enjoying myself right now by myself because I just feel like, and you know, I have a girlfriend and we would sit and talk about, you know, we have to make ourselves available for date. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be 47 at the end of this year, and I always joke. I've been joking for the last. 10 plus years that I'm going to get married when I'm 50. I'm about to knock on 50. I'm like about to be 43 and three years away and I ain't even got a prospect of a man. So it's Let like tell you to... <laughs> but it can happen in a blink of an eye. I told you I, I literally know. met my husband the next day after I said that. Yeah. Our courtship was literally six months. We've been married 22 years. I was like, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Okay, so see you see you gave me the that's that's what I needed to hear. Like I said, I'm listening, I'm listening to what people are saying, you know, and I have I come to the conclusion that I am ready to uh, no, I'm not. Let me go back. I'm not <laughs> gonna say that D A T E word because I don't because I ain't got patience for people. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm ready to be with somebody. So whatever happens, I'm gonna just let it happen. Okay. And you're just let that person that's ready too because my husband yeah. and I. You know you know how you yeah. have like your little cute first meeting, your first date, and mm-hmm. then by the second by the second date we had it was like okay you know what we don't have time for this. Let me tell you something about me. I am. <laughs> Right. I'm for all that. Look, I like to read. I like to stay in the house. I like to travel. If you want to do all these, let's get married. And because I just want somebody to sit on the porch with me and drink lemonade when I'm in my fifties. Yeah, I feel that. I hear that. Yeah, I don't. I I don't need that much. That's what I tell people all the time. I'm like really simple. They're like, Dad, I ain't heard from you in a couple days. Oh, you know where I was at? I was in my chair reading. So I don't even know why. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Where you find me at? That's it. Well, a lot looking along with Rhea, uh, 
you know, Kasha, she's a she's a movie buff. Now Ooh. this is this is where we're kindred spirits because she was like horror. Like uh, I like all I don't care what genre it is. I pretty much can watch anything. I'm a movie buff too. So I love I absolutely love horror. Like every uh, for me. Like, <laughs> when October comes, my you know, it's like two months out of the year. Well, actually from October all the way to January. My right. kids know it's two things that's gonna be on television, horror movies and Christmas movies. <laughs> <laughs> we are the best. And you know what this year? Cause I'm always the Hallmark Christmas movie person. Like I gotta watch Hallmark. But I was really proud of myself. I watched all these black Christmas movies this year. And I was like, there were a lot. And I like literally, I was like, oh my God, I was see one and I was seeing another. So I was really impressed. So whoever's listening, can we please get some more this Christmas coming up? Like, let's start early. Let's do what Hallmark does and do Christmas in July. Yes, that's it. That, that needs it. to happen. BET, yes. TV One. Yeah. They need to listen. All that. Channel. Yes. We need to have, I'm going to have to go in. I'm going to put that on my Twitter and I'm going to tag every last one of them. <laughs> I tag need them all. Fly. Tag them all. Uh, they uh-huh. did a good job, though. They, they really did. did. Um, Lifetime did a really good job with that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. BET Plus did as well. BET well, Plus yeah. and um, Lifetime, they did an awesome job with a lot of, you know, black lead um movies yeah. and it was just yeah, yeah I, I had a blast as young with you uh honey i was i watched christmas movies from november to mm-hmm. mid-january okay yep. <laughs> i thought it was like grandma like you sitting up here watching christmas movies again i'm like girl be quiet in my business like <laughs> i was watching christmas movies she stayed calling me grandma she's like you are so old i'm like leave me alone let me be old yeah, let I me what are your now you said Marvel too so I'm going to ask you what are your favorite what are your favorite horror and Marvel movies uh, okay <laughs> my favorite Marvel I, I, I love Captain America I am team Cap and so Captain America and that Winter Soldier movie if that comes mm-hmm. on TV I'm watching it every time you uh, say right. oh, look I'm about to write these down yeah, Captain America, Winter Soldier. Ooh, yes. Okay. yes. And then, I mean, obviously, that Black Panther. You can't not. Of course, love that. Yes, yes. Wait, the part two come out. Yeah, I'm. I'm ready for it. I don't know how they're gonna do it. I don't know what it's gonna look like, but I'm ready for it. Um, something. Can I say this real quick before we go on a little further? Because I think Untamed already know what I'm gonna say. If Winston Duke with his fine tall self is mm. not back in this movie I'ma still watch it but yeah. I'll be mad yeah. yeah 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 he is yeah he's he's quite something he's, he's yummy he's yummy as hell excuse my life I cleaned it up because I was going to say something else but that man yummy as hell <laughs> Yes, he is. Yes, he is. I do want them to um, go ahead. Like, as much as I love Chadwick Boseman, I really do. I do want them to do another, you know, Black Panther. Because, you know, we pay all respect to him, but with all of our other superhero movies, we've all, they've recast it. You know what I'm saying? They've recast it. Right. So I don't think that that would be a disservice. I think it's just providing another opportunity um, for him, you know, to be for another actor to be a part of it. I wouldn't even care if they made Winston Duke Black Panther because I would just mm-hmm. like to see him mm-hmm. anyway. But <laughs> yeah. Winston Duke and them thick thighs, yeah, they sure do. Yeah. And them long arms and them big hands. Oh, yeah. yeah, okay. But you know, they're actually filming it now. You heard that the um the producer, no, not the producer, the director Ryan Cogley, he got arrested down here in Atlanta because oh, yeah. he went. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they're shooting it now. So I can't wait. But leave that man alone. He, yeah, I'll yeah. leave him alone. He got a movie to make. Right, we ain't playing y'all. Y'all out here playing with this man. Leave that man alone. So, <laughs> like, wow. and then what was crazy about that? Look, I'm not even gonna get on there, but I will say this. Yeah. Now you know you were overacting when the 911 operator told you. Exactly. If, if I was if I was withdrawing twelve thousand dollars, I want you to do it discreetly too. Like, <laughs> exactly. All right, that's like, no you didn't check for no identification or nothing. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. weird. Did you see a gun? You you might know what a gun looked like, honey. Like, come on. 
she got yeah. scared because he wrote on the note that he wanted his money done discreetly. But I'm like, you had his ID and he had a valid bank card. What are you talking about? Like, you didn't right. leave this man's account? I didn't see what he had. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah, it, that was a mess. But, but since you are such a movie buff, uh, Kasha, do you think that you would write your own movie one day? <laughs> Child, I- <laughs> I barely made it through writing this book, so I don't know <laughs> that I'm ready to take on that challenge. Right? Uh, yeah. No, I, I, I like where I'm at right now. I really enjoy writing the books, and um, I mean, they're like movies in in my head to me. So, yeah. <laughs> hey, what, what do you, look, well, I guess the better question is: Would you would you like to see your book turn into a movie? Um. Yes, ma'am. That I would. Who <laughs> wouldn't like that? I mean, I would. Wow. Be for it, you know. Yeah. I mean, uh, that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> and like I saw everyone today is your book release. So you know what? You gave a little blurb about your book. I am going to read a little blurb, but I want Crystal when we come back from break. She got to read the whole synopsis because. There's, I love the blur, but this is not that you oh. gave. It's like, it, I, man, look. Okay, so I want to, <laughs> I'm gonna ramp the, I'm gonna ramp the listeners up a little bit about working through it, and then okay. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna pitch it, and I'm gonna let Crystal swing it on home. So, <laughs> so you guys, today is her book release, her debut book called Working Through It. Listen to this blurb. Working Through It is a contemporary romance about Michaela Randolph and Travis Hall, ex-lovers, now enemies, who end up working together. Their newfound co-working relationship starts out adversarial, but over time, the ice begins to thaw and old feelings float to the surface. Michaela and Travis broke up years ago, and a second chance isn't part of the plan, but true love has a habit of coming back. So... When we come back from break, we are going to dive into her book, Working Through It. And we'll be right back in just a moment. Looking for a place you can get something for everyone? Butterfly Spirit LLC is a boutique that has you covered. From apparel, accessories, health and wellness products, and even custom design press-on nails. Visit us at ButterflySpiritLLC.com, where comfort meets a piece of style. Give a girl the right pair of shades, and she can conquer the world. So embrace your shade. Shop Shade Dolls IT at www.shadedolls.com and follow them on Instagram at Shade Dolls. We all know reading is fundamental. When you visit KB's Bookshelf, you can find books in multiple genres to entertain and educate. Writers can even find literary services of value to their success, like our ever-popular manuscript critique and book review. Reading allows us to escape, explore, and share our experiences. I hope you'll visit us today at www.kbsbookshelf.com and allow us to take you on your next adventure. Hello, 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 and we are back. And if you were joining us, you know that we are joined by debut author Kasha Thompson, and we have talked about her East Coast, West Coast, being a movie buff and all of that good stuff. But now it is time to get to the nitty gritty and learn more about her book. I read the blurb working through it, but we are going to go ahead and just swing it over to this synopsis because this synopsis when I tell you you are going to want to read this book after you hear this synopsis so Crystal go ahead and dive into it girl and and read this good heat (laughs) (laughs) okay so Michaela and Travis are still in love they just haven't figured it out yet 
Michaela Randolph decided years ago that happily ever after doesn't exist when hers came tumbling down. She resigned herself to focusing on her career, serving the members of the family business, but all that changes when her ex-boyfriend gets engaged. Michaela quickly realizes she's wasted too much time stuck in the past and decides to push forward and give love another try. Unfortunately for Michaela, a job promotion reveals that the past isn't finished with her yet. Travis Holmes is a dedicated manager with a beautiful fiance and a carefully cultivated five-year plan. But as wedding plans heat up, Travis's once toasty feet begin to grow cold. On top of that, when his hard work lands him in an unexpected promotion, it's an offer he almost can't refuse. There's just one hitch, working with his ex-girlfriend. Mm. Travis and Michaela's worlds once again collide and the ex-lovers immediately bump heads. For Michaela, the man she'd been pretending doesn't exist is now sitting next to her in their tiny office, sipping a cold brew and flashing his Colgate smile. Travis is looking for common ground and just wants to get through the day without tripping down memory lane. It quickly becomes clear that to be successful in their new roles, they will need to stop pointing fingers and start trusting one another. This is easier said than done when each day they are confronted with what could have been. Oh, wow. Okay. So yes. that's the working through it. I, okay. Like, first of all, like I said, that first line, Michaela and Travis are still in love. They just haven't figured it out yet. What made you, okay, so you got <clears throat> two people who used to date, things happened, they broke up, he got engaged, but they're still in love. Right. What made you decide to say, okay, let's go ahead and make this a second chance romance? Um, it's just, you know, that is where the story took me. Um, I, I, I felt like that Travis and Michaela had some unresolved issues. There were things that they never really addressed or talked about. And when they broke up, it's like they both went their separate ways, even though they'd spent quite a few years together, their lives were commingled and intertwined. And, you know, he's coming over for family dinners and she's hanging out with his mom and their lives were, you know, so connected. And then when they broke up, it's just like they were torn apart and they never really talked about a lot of these things. And so I thought that, you know, hey, they need an opportunity to kind of discuss what happened. And maybe they, maybe they shouldn't have been, you know, torn apart at all. Maybe they can work past this. Um, and maybe they do. I don't know. I'm not giving away anything in the book, but you know, maybe they work, work through things. I, I don't know. I hope so, because that just makes me want them to work through things. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on now, Michaela, Travis, get it together. Let's let's get this together. Yeah, so, and that is what everybody tells them. All the, you know, people say, like you guys clearly love each other. And you know, they don't want to no, no, of course not. No. No, we don't look that's crazy. I was I was up here, um, my jaw dropped. It's like Travis got a fiance, and I was like, Ooh, what? come on, come on. <laughs> yes. Right. That's like a, like it felt like a little love triangle. So, you know, breaking them up and him, was it like a fast engagement? Like, you know, because I feel like that throws like a little loop in a book because you figure, okay. Um, we broke up and like you said, we had unanswered questions, but then all of a sudden this man engaged. Like when you're, when that is coming about, how does that, like, how do you feel about that? Let's just ask that, you know, how should Michaela feel about that? Oh, Michaela felt some type of way. And it wasn't a fast engagement. Michaela and Travis have been broken up for like five years. They okay. should be over this. No, but it don't happen. Michaela um, <laughs> feels away. She's seeing Travis every day, moving along, living his life, dating this new girl, and she is seeing her own personal romantic relationships are just stagnant. Nothing's happening for her because she's too scared to open herself up to love because of the hurt she experienced with Travis. And so when Travis gets engaged, she's like, oh, bump that. Uh, I'm about to get out here and show that I am not the bitter ex-girlfriend and that I can also move on. Um, and that's what she tries to do. I like that word that you said, tries, because that's sometimes what we do. We try and we don't mm -hmm. see. So, you know, with relationships, when people break up, do you feel that 
it should get closure like do do yeah that was my question but should there be closure in a relationship see I don't think that all relationships require closure I feel like some people I feel like a lot of times a partner will do things or say things or express themselves in a way that is letting you know that they don't want to be in that relationship Um, and so that is your closure you need to you need to people need to learn to move on when the situation is no longer serving them like if I mean now if you have a relationship where you know that you still love somebody and you want to try to get that old thing back I mean you can always give it another knock on the tree and see if that person also Mm -hmm. wants to do it but um I, I think that you know you need to I know a lot of I know a lot of people and a lot of women, you know, they're always like, well, I just need closure. I just need to talk about it one more time. Right. Uh, like I, the fact that that person ain't called you back, the fact that they, uh, they don't, you know, prioritize your time. They don't make you a priority. They uh, cheated on you a bunch of times or whatever it may be. Uh, that may be the only closure you get. You have to, sometimes you have to learn to be okay with that and move on. That is true. Mm-hmm. So do you feel Michaela should have moved on? Like you said, five years, they have been broken up for five years and she just was in a stagnant where it came to her relationship. Do you feel she should have moved on? Yeah. I mean, if, if, I, if I was <laughs> Michaela, I would have yeah. moved on. And I think that Michaela tried to, because it's not like she wasn't out here dating people. Right. Uh, she was mm-hmm. dating. She just wasn't willing to be hurt again. I think that she she loved Travis deeply and he was the love of her life and when things ended so unexpectedly to her um, she didn't know I mean she had literally planned her whole life around Travis Mm, Um, she was like you know we're gonna get married Mm. at this age then we're gonna have kids and then we're gonna do this and we'll buy our first house and so everything that she knew was turned upside down and she didn't want to she was scared to be vulnerable and, and afraid to get hurt again. So even when she did pursue relationships, she didn't give it her, her one, she didn't give it 100%. You know so, what, Michaela to me, look, I, like, look, now I'm personally related to Michaela because that's how I was with one of my ex. Like I was <laughs> mm-hmm. just like, I had, we playing, well, I didn't plan my future without him talking about our future either. You know what I'm saying? We, right. we clearly, like this is a, a mutual conversation. Right, it was a right. mutually exclusive. It was a mutual conversation. And it ended up abruptly. Well, I ended it because things happened, and I was like, uh-uh. And, but you know what's so funny to me? I think, too, if you, you know, because a lot of times you said something very keen, like, you know, you want to get, a lot of people just they can't let go because they're holding on to it, and they want to try again, and you try again, right. and you just keep trying to go into it. But I think if you do try again, you should try again with the intent to see, okay, what, what am I feeling now? You know, now, where am I right. now? And do I see this move past it? Because I did give him a second chance. And you know what? It lasted two months. And you know why? I was like, you know what? I realized I'm done. Right. Like, right. I, I, I can't. Like, I don't even want this. I, I don't even think I really wanted it before. So I am really done. Like, I left him with his mouth open and like, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. So, this ain't revenge. This is like, I'm so serious. Like, I really am not in love with you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I, I, in going back, I realized I went back because of course it was that closure, but I realized I didn't even need the closure because what that time frame that we were apart, I had closed it off. <laughs> I closed him off. I closed all of it off. I was done. I got back like, oh, we're gonna try to make this work. And you know, I just like I was really evaluating it. I'm like, you know what? Mm-mm, no, I don't like this part. You know, I don't like this. I don't like that. How do I really feel? Do I really look like? Mm-hmm. I got to the point. Where I was like, you know what? I, I didn't really want this, and, and I'm serious. <laughs> so yes, and I yes. went into it with that intent, and I, so I was able to walk away for me. You know what I'm saying? Right. It was like, okay. So I think if you do go back with these second chances, you really have to go into an evaluation of, of your feelings, and if this is something you truly want, like, is it really worth this second chance? You know? Right. Right. And I think. <laughs> that with Michaela, she is very concerned with what other people think. 
Um, right there. Yeah, and how is that going to look? And so, right when when whatever happened with Travis that broke them up, she was too. She let her pride stand in the way. Like she, if she had been honest with herself, she probably should have taken the time to have a conversation to see if she wanted to get back with him. Um, but she let her pride get in the way, and that pride ended up turning into a little bit of resentment, and you know. And and it kind of festered because she everything she thought she had with him was gone, and everything that they all the promises they made and all the secrets that they said and all the pillow talk and the sweet like it just it it it, it just you know, how do you go from being each other's everything to nothing? And that's that's what she thought. That's true. So you know, at one point you did say as it got closer to the wedding and the plans were heating up, Travis got kind of got like cold feet so it was like maybe showing that he wasn't sure about this either and that's the thing like if you're really really not sure why propose why go through all that right and I think that a lot of people in life we do things that we think that we're supposed to do right you know that you're supposed to you know you go to school you get a job and you're not a certain age then you're supposed to get married you've been dating this person for so long and I think that Travis felt like he was at a point in his life where, you know, yeah, yeah, things didn't work out with Michaela and Michaela is clearly not interested in taking him back, even though he had, you know, lingered and hoped for a long time that she would. And right. He, now he has this, 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 this new woman who's great. She's a great woman. His, his fiance's name is Regina. She's great. And so why shouldn't I marry her? She's everything on paper that I think that I want. Mm. On paper, mm. two totally different people. Exactly. Two totally different things. Because guess what? That well, your heart can get ripped too. But I can rip that paper to shreds, and all that stuff can change. But your heart is not going to change. It's going to stay the same. You're right. going to love this person. So I definitely understand that. But you know, I one thing I can say, I do love second chance stories. I really do because I feel like maybe you know, like you're saying, give them that extra chance. But, you know, give them that extra chance, but also meet them where they at now, not where they were before. Right. Exactly. And you want to make a point. Yeah. You want to meet them where they are now. (sighs) So, I meant, what else is in the works for you? Like, um, is there going to be more of Michaela and Travis? Will we see, you know, them down the line a little bit later in life? I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with Michaela and Travis. Um, I, I, I mean, I am working on other um, standalone novels. Um, I'm hoping to have another standalone novel come out this year. I'm really excited okay. about this couple. Yeah. Super cute. Um, oh, I like super cute. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, I don't know if I can <laughs> say super cute because I really need to say I need to I need to brand myself better. This book's going to be a little steamy because Travis oh. and Michaela, you know, they because Travis had a girlfriend, there's only so much we could do. <laughs> you know, I was like, and I wrote the book, I said, well, damn, Travis having a girlfriend really kind of impeded some can of the stuff we could have gotten into. That. I was about to say, can I say something about this? Okay, about that. Yeah, yep. I'm an avid reader. Like, I can read all day. Like I said, if I can find somebody to pay me to just read all day, I'm there for it. And one thing that bothers my soul in a book is if I know I'm reading a book and one of the other people have, uh, so like we say, Travis is in a relationship and Michaela wants them back, but then you know they're supposed to be together and they still having sex with the person they with. I don't want to read that because I right, want them to hurry right. up together. So thank you for that. <laughs> right. Keep that sex on the wrap. You know, let's alleviate to it. Don't actually show me because I'd be like, Man, I gotta sit here and watch this man get with this back with the old chicken. He didn't already had sex with this one more than once. Uh-uh. Right, right. And that's that. That was <laughs> that's funny because that was the thing about me. His Travis and his fiance Regina. I said, Nah, Regina, you ain't gonna have no on-screen sex with Travis. That's not. That's right. not. Yeah. This no, that's book. right. Right. So that's not. Right. No, ma'am. No. <laughs> Look, you don't hear that. Regina. This ain't your book, Regina. This is Travis and Michaela's book. Right. Regina. Sorry, Regina. Sorry, ma'am. Right. Regina, Regina was like, she was like, sweet. What about me? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm honey. sure she was. 
Mm-hmm. I was like, they started kissing and we fade to black. Not, I'm sorry, Regina, you ain't getting your on-screen situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, so thank <laughs> you for that because I swear I can. I'll be like, all right, so I'm supposed to sit here and read about them out the have sex with somebody else. Come on now. I mean, like I said, yeah. I'm all for fun. I we're grown. You can do as many people as you want to in a day. I'm fine with that. But <laughs> I need that. Right. I know right. People with this other person that's just me and it will not reflect in your review i promise you it will not <laughs> i just had to put that point out there i'm gonna just tell you i'm sorry you did but like like really why why you, you really did that you did yeah that. don't yeah. do that yeah. please don't like and i love that so let me ask you what was the hardest scene you had to write for michaela and travis and i'm not gonna say together but just a scene that was hardest for you to write for it, um either one of them or both of them um, I think there's a couple, but I think for me, the hardest scene for, for, for me to write for Travis was when he, and I'm not trying to give nothing away, but whatever, uh, <laughs> is when he has um, that final conversation with Regina oh, okay. about their relationship and what's going on. And he is confronted with who he really is. Mm. Um, Travis mm. thinks he's a good guy. And mm-hmm. Regina lets him know that he has not actually been a good guy to her, that he has been something other than that. That, you know, he's a, a halfway he, crook. <laughs> you know, that, you know, he sold her a bill of goods and he has not, he said he promised her, you know, her, her happily ever after, but that is maybe not what he wanted. And, and Regina says to him, Why didn't you tell me when you knew that you were no longer in this, that you weren't interested anymore? Like you weren't sure you knew it. And so he, you just said something too. I'm and, sorry. And, <laughs> yeah, and and she asks him point blank, and he's just like, you know. And at first, Travis is acting like a, an asshole, um, right. but then he finally he admits it. Listen, I didn't know what was going to happen, and I and I needed you, and I wasn't ready to let you go. Quite honestly, um, the honesty. Yeah, he was. I mean, and I think that it was an opportunity for him to really come like his come to Jesus moment, where he had to really look at himself. And realize that um, some of this stuff that you've done is sketchy. Right. You are not the perfect catch. You are not the perfect man. And if you think you're going to end up with Michaela, you got to address some of the stuff that you've done in in your past mm-hmm. relationship with Michaela and in this this current relationship that you just had with Regina. Like right. you're the common denominator, and he realized I'm the common denom- denominator that has caused uh, both of these relationships to not work. Hmm. Interesting. Mm. I like that. Like that, and what about Michaela? Um, I think for Michaela, um, I think that the 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 probably the difficult um, scene was trying to because Michaela comes off in the in the beginning of the book as you know she's angry and she's upset and she's you know looking to to stab Travis in the back because they have to work together, mm-hmm. um, and so it was trying to show her softer side and. So when we get into her actually dating, because she does date a little bit in the book, um, showing, you know, that, you know, she has a lot of, you know, insecurities and fears that, you know, she's going to end up alone because everybody thinks that she just has it all together. Like right. they see her as super independent and like she doesn't, she gives off that vibe of you don't need a man and she she doesn't want to be alone. And then her realizing that if she, you know, if she continues down this path, that she's going to end up um, alone because she's not willing to put herself out there. And so we're trying to figure out how to um, open up and be vulnerable again. I like that. So what should we take away from this book? Like what is something, one thing in the book that you would love everyone to take away from it? I think that sometimes People need to break apart to come back together. Mm. Um, Travis and Michaela, they dated for a long time. They did start dating in college. And maybe uh, the break that they had was what they needed to secure their happily ever after. Um, so that they could grow and, and be independent of each other. I think that they were so dependent on each other. Um, the first go around in their relationship that um, being separated allowed them to learn more about themselves and become independent and, and figure out what they really like and don't like 
and they realized that they really liked each other still oh wow, oh, wow. yeah oh. i like that, that so is, that is that's awesome it. right that's amazing well kasha i just want to say it has been such a pleasure and joy talking to you yeah. you you are Thank definitely you someone to watch out for I love the fact you know you come in here I can't even tell that you're a debut author like this Me, <laughs> this has uh, been so amazing nope. <laughs> yeah you you definitely have have won me over with the story I wish you continued success in the future I cannot wait to hear about your other releases that's coming out so please make sure that you keep us you know tag us let us know keep us informed when you your next works are coming out but Definitely. I want to say again, happy release day to Thank you. you. Thank you so it. much. Happy release in the moment. Soak in the moment and just enjoy it. But yes. I want to give you the opportunity to tell the listeners, the readers, how they can connect with you and where they can purchase working through it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so you can connect with me. I'm I'm on Instagram all the time. That's my spot. <laughs> That's my comfort zone. Yes, um, right. At author Kasha Thompson. Um, you can find me there. I also have a website, um, kashathompson.com, where I'll you know, post information about um, my book and my works in progress. Um, and then working through it, you can you know get it where books are sold. So it's on Amazon and it's in Kindle Unlimited. So if you you like, you know, she's nice and all, but I don't know if I want to spend my money on this woman. You can go to Kindle <laughs> Unlimited and read the book for free. Um, it's on Barnes and Nobles. It's on, you know, a lot of other sites. Um, and if you, you know, if you listen to this interview, you're like, that Kasha Thompson is just, you know, she's so amazing. And you want a signed copy, you can get one from my website as well. <laughs> Honey, you just promoted yourself very well. Very well. <laughs> look, listen, you know what? I'm out here trying to sell some books, you know. Yeah. You know look, look, I'm trying to tell you, see, this is what I love. But you know what? I love the fact, too. And the one thing I can say in this regard, that debut author hunger is prevalent in your voice sometimes. It's kind of get comfortable. So when, when you hear it, it, like it's it's rejuvenating. It's you know it's invigorating. <laughs> and I don't look. I don't normally. I'm sitting here and I'm trying to do a second sales pitch. You know, for people like this. <laughs> like she she stole it to me. I'm like okay, okay, right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh, when well, you guys make sure that you do support Kasha. Um, get out here. I always encourage readers, you know, pick up something new by an author that's new to you, especially our debut authors. You know, it takes a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, sleepless night. Like, it's a lot that goes into birthing your first book, baby. So, we want to show love and show support for everybody that's coming out into the industry. And, you know, I'm really, 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 Crystal and I and a lot of us are really, really keen on our black authors so we want to make sure that we are supporting us in the in the most and best ways possible so please make sure that you do you do support her you follow her and read our book get our book <clears throat> and and show her some love and you know because you never know you might be finding your next favorite author it happens it really does <laughs> some people that's true, true. And, that's true. I, and i'm just like you know even now it's people who i pick up now and it's like no matter when they come out with something i'm like i'm not sure I yep. this thing. <laughs> <laughs> definitely yes so crystal i am going to give you the opportunity to tell everybody to connect with you Alrighty, so you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Clubhouse, and YouTube under Books and Soul One. Since somebody wanted to have Books and Soul, <laughs> so who's not using it? So if y'all know who that person is, tell them to DM me because I need them to give that to me so I can be the only Books and Soul. But that's where you can find me. And like you said, you um, more on Instagram. But, you know, I'm kind of like sliding back a little bit from um, social media. And I need to stop because I feel like I'm, you know, not helping people and not, you know, letting old people know what's going on with books. But I'm working on stuff behind the scenes that's going to be able to give me a wider range to meet, reach more um, readers. So, but yes, Books and Soul Absolutely. One. Absolutely. And that's important. We need yes. the... Um... <laughs> 
you know, it's it's only the setback for you know a greater comeback. So hey, do what you gotta do. Do what you gotta do. And I am Untamed. You can reach me on social media, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, where else am I on? YouTube, Clubhouse, TikTok, at Author Untamed. And also, please make sure that you are following the podcast, the Get Caught Up podcast, on Instagram at Get Caught Up Podcast. Also on Twitter at GCU underscore podcast and on the new Facebook group that yes. we have started, the Get Caught Up Podcast. I did not do a page, I did a group because I wanted it to be interactive. I wanted you guys to know when our author interviews hit. You can hear the snippets, you can click the links directly. So definitely make sure that you join the Facebook group at Get Caught Up Podcast on Facebook. Um, and if you would like to follow Untamed Publishing, Untamed Publishing is on Facebook as well, under Untamed Publishing, as well as on Instagram at Untamed Publishing LLC and on Twitter at Untamed Pub. Now, if you would like to make donations, you know, to the podcast, we don't do nothing straight for change, but we accept it too. <laughs> you, can do, <laughs> you can do cash app at dollar sign UPC016. That's dollar sign U with an umbrella P as a call 2016. If you'd like to become an official sponsor, then you can just visit the podcast website at anchor.fm forward slash get caught up. And there are packages there available. And they're not huge amounts, you guys. You know, they're small dollar amounts. So you can just be a continued sponsor. And if you would like commercial space, please make sure you hit up untamedpublishing.net. We have commercial spots available for as low as $10. So definitely make sure you check it out. If you got something you want to say, please make sure that you do that. I want to wish everybody else who has book releases out um, the rest of March. Happy book release day because I think I was forgot to mention that at the top of the month. So definitely if you had a book that's come out and if you still have one that's coming out in March, happy book release upcoming book release um definitely want to give a major shout out to um miss Sassy author and also to la la scotty her books are coming out this march they are part of our black queens who write group so yes. i definitely want to give them yes i want to definitely give them a shout out as well well, Kasha, again, here's been such great time talking to you. And I want you to enjoy the rest of your day and just live it up. We definitely yes. will be tuning in and grabbing this book so that we can read more about Michaela and Travis. We, we are ready to read now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I will slide in your DM if I have any questions. I'm a oh, slide I'm sure you will. I'm sure you will. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You can let me know. You can you can DM me and say, well, now why did she do that? Yes, I, I sure am. I sure am. <laughs> I, I feel like a auntie be like, girl, now you know you was wrong for that. But yeah, <laughs> that's me. Absolutely, absolutely. We will have fun with this and we will definitely support you. So again, happy release and just soak it up and enjoy it all. Appreciate it. You are welcome. Yes. Well, as always, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in and supporting all of our authors. And until next time, don't forget to get caught up. Good night. Good night. <laughs>